Welcome to the Boulderfly Podcast, where we interview the people shaping the future in and from Boulder. Okay, we're here with Leela Tresemer, who with her husband David helped establish the Star House, a non-denominational temple, 105 acres just west of Boulder. Uh, about 30 years ago, um, and I think, Leela, you you came into the picture about 25 years ago in 1995. Uh, the centerpiece of the, the land is, is a 12-sided structure aligned with the Zodiac, and it's a pretty amazing um, structure where there, there's a lot of events held there, and, and the Star House is celebrating its 30th anniversary on Saturday, and we want to talk with you about some of uh, what's next and some of the plans for the celebration and also um, some of the, the highlights over the years. So, Leela, thank you for being available and sharing. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Uh, more about Star House. Uh, yeah, I love, I love sharing about Star yeah. House. And- so can you talk about maybe some of the highlights? Because I know there's been a lot of you've lived on the property um, and for that for over that period and. Um, what has been some of the highlights for you that you've seen at some at the Star House? Well, this has been a great dance between form and flow. So the form of the Star House, which you mentioned, is mm. um, just extraordinary. You know, it's simple and elegant, mm-hmm. and in that there's a uh, a kind of complexity that's that's not always obvious because mm. it's one large. Uh, apparently open room that feels circular Mm. Um, and yet the geometry the perfection of what went into the structure of it to the you know the orientation of the building um, to to true directions uh, which many temples of the past and sanctuaries were identified by the way they connected to the the four directions as well as orientation to stars and earth Mm. So it's a it's a remarkable little little building surrounded mm-hmm. by some giant standing stones that are roughly you know ten to twelve feet altogether when uh, half of them are buried in the ground and all built as you mentioned around the sense of the twelve so there's form and that was really what happened in the 1990 uh, May 30th 1990 was when the building was dedicated. With a small group of people who who came up, um, who'd been involved in the visioning of it, and David with his previous partner, um, Suzanne had had been a number uh, amongst a number of about eight or ten people, mm. and they they were sort of following breadcrumbs through the forest themselves. <laughs> they they created the structure, and and they weren't entirely clear what they were going to be doing with yeah, it, but David. it was built with. David mentioned in our previous interviews, if he had known what it would become, he might not have even yeah. started because it's kind of blossomed into this, into this kind of big, amazing thing that, that has a lot of elements to it. And a lot of events there over the years. And, and, and I can attest to, we went, uh, did participate in the solstice event last year and you can feel like you mentioned, you, you all describe it as the space as a vehicle. And you can kind of feel the the resonance with the with kind of a powerful clean energy when you're when you're in the space. Um, so 
I imagine you've you've experienced a lot of that. <laughs> are there any are there any events that particularly stand out for you that 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 where things just I don't know really came together or are ex- extra memorable over the years? Absolutely. So I'll just repeat the flow and form uh, highlight because mm. it it's related. Mm-hmm. For me, the highlight has has and was my wedding. Mm. Um, it it was uh, uh, September twenty fifth. Um, sorry, September twenty fourth, nineteen ninety five, mm. and it was a it was it marked like the beginning of what I feel David and I came together to do, which mm. was to create a. You said the word transdenominational, meaning a a temple that's actually doesn't go by a name. You know, denomination means of the name, normally applied to different religious traditions. And and we're looking to be something that combines heaven, earth, and human hearts, Mm. Um, uh, or stars. You know, David David is very keen on astronomy, astrology. So that, that's part of the impulse of the structure of the building. And the form and flow then come together through ceremonies, um, my, my wedding being the one I personally mm-hmm. <laughs> just kind of still get, <laughs> get the flush and the flash from because it was, it, it was full of amazing people. And we created it like a theater piece. Uh, where we didn't know what was going to happen, mm-hmm. right? So we had we asked people and friends to fill out the particular template we had designed, and then they brought in their voices and their creativity, and mm. it, it just was an amazing kind of celebration for me of what's possible. Mm. Beyond that, you know, honoring seasonal events, both uh, solar and lunar, with the the mm-hmm. solstices, equinoxes, and then new moon, full moon. Those that's been our template for the 25 years I've been involved. Mm-hmm. Um, and you so, know, there's a lot of uh, sorry to interrupt. There's there's a lot of you all. So the groups can can host events there, and I think now you are starting to shift uh, into the future into a different model with you and David stepping back and, and making the Star House a community um, nonprofit, a group of stewards to kind of lead it forward into into the future. What what do you, right now, I know it's always changing, What's what can you see as a vision for it and, and it's like optimal use for like people in the Boulder community and, and, and beyond? Because I know that that a lot of different groups use it from all over. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great inquiry, and it's a it's a living inquiry for us. Mm. Um, so let's just pause for a minute because sure. when you say you know Star House is having a thirtieth birthday, yeah. you know we're we're actually thinking about her. Um, you know, I I call her a her just because that's what it feels like to me. Um, and, and it doesn't seem quite right. So, <laughs> you know, I think of, I think of her as being, you know, a 30 year old, uh, vessel that's actually quite alive with the energies of ceremonies and, you know, love for the earth, which is the only thing that is in the space right now, really in its emptiness is a large earth that hangs in the center because it, our dedication is to sustainability for the planet. Mm. But I feel like in that bandwidth of, you know, the question is, what's, what's the place of a temple like this mm. as a sanctuary? 
in in the 21st century and and when it's not connected to a tradition or to a mm-hmm. an ism or a fundamentalism or a religion or a dogma of any kind other than we care for the earth and we believe the stars and humans and mm. the elements all are in a dance together that's about it for our cosmology mm. <laughs> and that humans have a place you know to celebrate so Ownership has always been, you know, it's kind of a tricky word in this day and age when people who honor indigenous peoples who are really clear, you can't own the earth. And yet we are all living in a culture where, you know, we own stuff and Mm -hmm. way too much stuff. Mm. So our our colon or our puzzle has been, can we, and I think this articulates the current reality, can we envision rather than the star house being owned um, can we envision that there's a model where it could be held by a non owned by the nonprofit, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Um, and and for us, the nonprofit already exists. So the vision would be: is is it alive enough that a place like this, a sanctuary, could be held by a nonprofit yep. and here to serve the community yep. for the many things that happen, and that then David and I can kind of release the stewardship we've held for the 25 years without it losing its uh, quality of sanctuary and, and also a vessel that actually would continue through ceremonial rhythms and being available to other groups that, that, that we could shift it into that kind of ownership. So that that's our our inquiry rather than looking for another group to buy it, to do their work. It's like, could it be held in, you know, in in a way in trust? We had talked uh, before and about the challenge of because it's such a great space. When you go up there, you can you can just feel it's 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 a space dedicated to to um, kind of communing with with all those elements you talked about, like like nature and also in a very in a very structured way that, that a careful way, um, as it's been uh, established. Cause right now you all have some online courses and, and you are looking at training s- specific stewards and maybe bringing in on some other partners. Um, yeah, well, we're, we're <laughs> like everybody else. You certainly in this country we're we're in the big open question of, yeah, what, what does happen next? Um, between, on online training and on site on mm-hmm. land training mm-hmm. and what's going to be the right equation for that we we do have and we're in a great relationship with the county and we we keep our end of the agreement that we're just not open to mm-hmm. lots and lots of people because we have to be in right relationship with the carrying capacity of the property and we have limits to numbers and you know we we really you know take that seriously because it's it's the right way to be in the mountains, right? Like where there's concerns about water and fire and all of that. So yeah. that that's on the one hand. On the yeah. other hand, this this whole kind of pause, the great pause <laughs> that um, has occurred for all of us has has given, I think, us an opportunity to develop more online programs. We're doing one on the 12 senses right now that's mm. just been terrific um, and it has allowed David and I to kind of do something we'd been wanting to do, which was to spread out beyond just the geographical base community. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, what happens in the next turn of the cycle is, will be, I hope, uh, an appropriate balance between those two. So we can still carry on a more global conversation online um, and at the same time have you know, people come in right relationship to the land at some point when travel and all of that is not uh, so restricted. Yep. So we're in the discovery of that. I think, I think that's the best place to remain because none of us can predict, you know, what will it look like in two months or five months or a year. Mm. So, so, so we're kind of, perf- so on Saturday, yeah, we're just kind of- oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to prepare for how do we build the bridge? Because, because I mean, this is affecting, this pause is affecting so many nonprofits and small businesses. And it's a heartbreak because there's so much not known about how to stay sustainable in a field of not knowing and and it's it's going to be a a a delicate navigation i think between um, all of that all the uncertainty yeah so So saturday so saturday you have a celebration of of the 30 year anniversary and can you describe a little bit about what the format is i i I believe you're you're showing of you're airing a film um and it's going to be hosted on your facebook uh, through his Facebook Live, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, it's a watch party. Of, I mean, we had envisioned something, you know, outdoor and very festive and lots of live music and things like that. That's not happening, obviously. So we are doing a watch party and doing a 30th birthday fundraising, so hopefully we can keep keep ourselves operating in the, the rest of this year. Um, so at 7 p.m. is the watch party with an after party um, on Zoom. The watch party is on the Facebook page of the Starhouse, and it will also be on a landing page of the starhouse.org for people who don't navigate around Facebook. Uh, it'll be on our, um, our website as well. And it's a it's a brief. It's going to be like a thirty minute recap of like the thirty years of history, um, and then it shows. <laughs> I hear your children yep. talk. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, great. that's the... no. It's great. <laughs> it's very. It's very real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's uh, that's our life nowadays. <laughs> yeah. All day. Yeah, so that that's kind of it in a nutshell. It's a thirty-minute um, history film that mm-hmm. that has constantly gets updated with you know where we came from, where the stream of our particular um, sense of Western mysteries comes from. So it it you know it it pulls the heartstrings of a lot of people who feel they don't sort of know their tradition Mm. um that's a longer philosophical story but anyway then it goes into like the history of some of our events here and we're just beginning to develop the vision part so it's a dedication to past present and future Mm. and like many people we're putting our future together you know hour by hour as as we move towards how can a community support a place like this mm. and be in right relationship with growing herbs and having medicinal uh, herbal gardens that that people can benefit from along with ceremony and a mm. sanctuary and online courses mm. and partners who are able to use the 
the space and and build something of you know really like a a relevant um, mystery school or mm. it's an overused term but a university of the mysteries perhaps mm. where mm-hmm. it's a combination of land and online and global and yeah patterns that are universal. Well, you know it's like and we've talked about this before because some of those these concepts are very abstract and when we talk about them but when you go to the place it kind of things kind of click in you can get, you get a mm-hmm. sense of like oh okay there's something else and like you mentioned the mystery is is a, a big part there's like the unknown and and discovery and all that and, and adventure in the big sense of the word in is there so anyhow um we're glad that that star house is uh, charting a, a new era and 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 continuing and and that you're celebrating uh, 30 good years on Saturday and we'll put the link and everything into the story we do and Lila I want to thank you for taking the time uh, Paul you're wonderful and I just love what Boulderfly mm-hmm. is doing to keep alive the culture of this community you know I just I really appreciate the, the I'm sure the risks you've taken to yes. to make this dream come true so 